Hello! Welcome back! Welcome <laughs> back, listeners. It's like a nine-month hiatus. <laughs> the fans have been asking, and we're coming back for they've them. Been knocking, they've been knocking at our door. I don't want to, like, quite con- compare us to, like, the Jersey Shore family reunion, but, like, <laughs> at the same time, the desire, the need is, like, pretty much that's on par. Maybe it's just their own ego's need. It's, it is. It truly is. Well, it's also, like, our own, like, friendship need. Like, we need to hang out. Yes. And here we are. We get to hang out. And talk about our favorite topic. This is it. This is, well, this, is, this one's your favorite topic, though. This is truly my favorite topic. And I actually, as I was researching it, like, came to so many conclusions of, like, why it's my favorite topic. Oh, you've came to conclusions. Yes, because I I Love feel this. like there is a part of every person that's like got a morbid curiosity, especially when it comes to like airplane flights. This is the conspiracy that's done it for you. It truly made me the conspiracy theorist that I am. You know what? But I was actually just listening to my favorite murder today. I know. Here we go. <laughs> ever take a no, ever take a shot no, no, every time no, I mention no, no, my favorite murder. No, no, no. We go. have I'm to drinking. we have to give them a shout out, and we have to give last podcast on the left a shout out. If you guys don't listen to them, you guys need to because last podcast on the left and my favorite murder are literally the best. One of the best. And they're podcasts paying out us there. like a handsome amount to mention them. <laughs> yeah, right. Because <laughs> they really need us. We're paying. To we're drive paying up the podcast at this point. Yeah, because they get thousands and thousands upon thousands of followers but I was just like listening to their episode where they did like what like their conspiracy that like did it for them Uh, not their conspiracy their their murder that like got them like into like basically being a murder you know and I, I mean, this is yours. And this we did the Montauk me. project, with, which was kind of mine. But, but I, think, I think I, I kind think, of, like, by the end of the episode, like, talked you out of it being yours. Because I, I was kind of like, I don't think this that was sucks. the best episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is my least favorite conspiracy, and I hate it. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, I just also think that the ridiculousness of, like, like, if you go so far down that rabbit hole of that conspiracy, like, you're just lost. In you like could be in so trans- many different places and You're, directions. like, actually in so many different places because yeah. there's time travel involved. Yes, you literally are in different places. <laughs> but what I was going to say is I love... Sorry. Okay, I think that... No, you're fine. I think there's, like, a morbid curiosity with that everyone has a little bit of, like, okay, like how like people like a mystery of like people dying like how did it happen and i'll never know because that person died and i wasn't there to see that account wait oh my god what have you watched the staircase on netflix no oh my god it's a great new series i didn't even know this was like a thing what is the thing it's about oh my god it's about this guy who possibly killed his wife but me and amanda think he's innocent okay but, like, he's, like, this rich author that, like, his wife, like, had, like, they both, like, shared two bottles of wine, and she had a Vicodin, and she, like, slipped backwards on the stairs, and she has, like, seven skull fractures, and... Wait, is this based on the story with the owl? Yes! Oh, my God. I know exactly what this is. I think but, they did it... But this Maybe the it whole... wasn't my favorite murder, but it was... I they did do my fa- my favorite murder. I didn't realize that it was this until I was like midway through. I was like, "Isn't this the one with the owl theory?" Yes, I'm like the they haven't owl mentioned theory. the owl yet. Yeah, a little upset in the documentary series. The on owl Netflix. theory reminds me of a theory that I also got into with TWA Flighted Hunter, which no, I'll get into later. An, no, oh it's not an God. owl, but it's like an owl where I want to be like, what, like WTF, like. Really, like, no, that's not what happened. Uh, you think, like, um, I'm just conspiracy. gonna say it's a, it's a meteor. Like, it was okay. a meteor. Yes. That, okay. All right. Like, and well, I'm like, we're gonna get, I'm like, no, no, no. We're gonna get into that. No, no, no. Okay. We're anyway. gonna get into that. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, just gonna say, I'm just gonna say it's not an owl, but it's. A <laughs> that's the name of this podcast episode. It's not an owl. <laughs> it's a meteor. <laughs> it's not an owl. It's a meteor. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So should, did we even we're tell anyone much what the conspiracy? Okay. Okay, well, okay, let's start out with actually introducing yourselves. Yes. Hello. Okay. Welcome um, back. Speaking, speaking uh, with the blonde hair 
from New York City over there. Viewers at home, she's giving the Star Trek alien sign. I don't know what you even so. call that. I don't know what you even call that. I'm like a nerd, but like I'm not a loser. Yeah, okay. Get in, loser. <laughs> Get, Get in, loser. <laughs> Wait, did Aaron make who her Who am I? Logo? You didn't even say who I am. Oh, you're Ash. I said Ash, but I said it through like a You said my laugh. favorite lesbian. And that was incognito. Ingenito, um, incognito. Ingenito, incognito. Okay. <laughs> fuck. Okay, so. Um, the Let's reason... talk about what the fuck we're even doing right now. Okay, so I just would like to say to the viewers, the last time you joined us, we listeners. were sitting. The viewer, <laughs> oh, viewers. The listeners. <laughs> we are viewers. The last time you tuned in. We were sitting next to each other on the beach. It was a lovelier time. We were, we were getting rudely interrupted. We were getting rudely interrupted by, like, the haters and also the lovers. And <laughs> <laughs> we were sitting next to each other. So now, enjoying a nice bev. And now we're bi-coastally joining each other, also with a bev. Also with a bev. You're having a Budweiser. Well, there was nothing else in my fridge. TBH. Um, but last time, it took us a while to figure out the technical stuff, and Ash deserves all the credit for that. I think she's currently in her fridge. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> just another drink out. <laughs> so, catch up. Get on my level. Here we go. All right. So, last time we, we joined, we did the Montauk Project conspiracy. Which too led us down. Going on. Too much there was going too on much now. going on. And I kind of came to the conclusion of like conspiracy theories go in one or of two directions. They go into the Montauk project, like <laughs> you're going down the rabbit hole, you don't know where you are, like you're like there's a million fingers pointing in a million directions. Or you have a conspiracy like this one where it's like kind of like there's Structured. one there's like multiple fingers pointing in the same direction and there's just like a huge mask on like what that is it's a cover-up right okay conspiracy. well well with that let's transi- let's let's start this i'm gonna transition into the actual facts of what happened exactly. that day so so let me let me transition i'll start out with just the pure basic facts none of the conspiracies these are the facts so um a Boeing 747 was flying out of jfk international airport to rome with a layover in Paris on July 17th, 1996, about 12 minutes after the takeoff, the flight exploded and crashed in a violent way right out of um, Cinema Riches in, uh, or I think it was East Mauritius, I'm sorry, uh, right out of Long Island, which is the southern where, where, shore. We're, where we're from, th- where I'm from. I'm from the south shore yeah, well, that's... of Long Island, okay? How you doing? Not sure why we keep her around. <laughs> Um, there was 230 passengers, including flight staff. Um, no one survived. It was the deadliest flight crash at the time. Um, and those are, those are the facts. So we'll start out with the facts. Witnesses did say that they saw a streak of light before the plane went down. Um, and this is when we start getting into the, you know, conspiracy side of it because people said that it was said to be a missile and here we here we but, go so my what are your comments the first, on this the first thing i want to say just on the facts and going back to what I, the point is trying to make is like the curio- the morbid curiosity that i have is like extremely i focused in on like airplane crashes like i feel a strong curiosity about what happens when an airplane goes down because we'll never know and the only people that really know are the people that get the black box yeah, when, did it, they, when an airplane did they goes get down that back from this dead. by the way i don't know did actually. they recover the black box from this I by should, the way i should look that up because i don't know the answer to that but the yeah that's why i think black boxes in general are so like there's so much like curiosity around it and while i was uh Hold on, I'm looking it up. 
This is also the largest, um, did you did you know this? This is also the largest diver um, salvation operation yes. that was ever and they recovered. Got, I heard they recovered 95%. 95% yes. of the plane, which is So they did like, recover the black box. Okay. But we'll never we'll never get to hear that probably because that's like NTSB. Right. Um, another fun fact uh, that it was brought to Calverton. It like it was brought into um, Calverton and, and by Grumman. By what? In Grumman in Calverton, Long Island. Oh. Oh, that's so where, the like, whole the plane was in a hangar space yeah. in Grumman and Calverton. So, but the. <clears throat> I watched, this is like the creepiest, I don't know, I got deep into like the YouTube yeah, hole what on were you watching? So first of all, I'm all I was trying to do was find the documentary that I watched years ago that I like loved, that set it's me not on, on fire. It's not on YouTube, it's not on Epics. I just watched it, it was, a couple months ago. It was on Epics, like the network, and then they, every time I tried to log in, we have an account, like it's not there, it's just like not available. And the documentary was really, yeah, exactly. Like, what are you trying to hide? Like, the documentary is really what got me into everything. Because, I mean, right. it was extremely well done. It's gotten a lot of great reviews out of it. Right. Obviously, there are the naysayers. But for the most part, like, a lot of the victims and eyewitnesses are on board with this documentary. Obviously, the okay. FBI is not. But as to be expected. So... I was looking for it and I just stumbled upon these a bunch of different YouTube links that led me down a path. And a lot of what I, my research is from this one YouTube video that I found that has a robotic voice that really creeped me out. <laughs> anyway, but there was one that I watched that is a literal um, reenactment of the plane going down, like with the I people. saw that. Wait, like, wait, wait. Was that the National Geographic one? It was like 20 it was minutes a, it was long. A, okay, well, I... It was people okay, well, on the watched, plane as the plane is like going down. You, like the literally people are have, You like watch the longest clip because there's actually like a fifth, a, a, like a three minute clip that's like just shortened, like the highlights Oh, maybe of that's, that. I mean, I should have. But it, like that to me was terrifying. Apparently it's like National Geographic A reenactment of all these people that are going to die. And then I also don't believe it because the recounts that I read of what actually happened to the passengers on board is that like pretty much everyone was dead instantly like there i heard i read a lot of like what well, was going down gone okay in, in the way down well um basically i guess i don't i don't know that much about flying but I guess, um, because obviously I'm not a trained pilot, just because I drove a plane once does not mean that I am a yeah. trained pilot. But apparently that there's this thing called a zoom climb. Um, speaking on this topic, exactly, actually, um, this guy, Ray Lauer, he was a United pilot, and he was arguing that um, they needed to look into other ways of how the flight went down, making statements saying... Quote, I believe that I could show that the zoom climb never happened. If the zoom climb never happened, then they need to, then so, wait, they've is, got to find out what eyewitnesses saw. And the only right. logical conclusion right. is that they saw a missile. And the NTSB and the CIA were like, hey, okay, fuck off. You don't know because, what the fuck you're talking because about. Because what they were saying he was. He took them to court. He okay. took, this guy took them to court and, and they gave him some evidence, but not all of it. And then weirdly after the trial, all the evidence that the, um, fucking NTSB wrote down and the CIA wrote down got lost. Okay. But so to go back to the zoom climb, cause I think right. I read this too, is the, the theory and the, what they tried to pose happened was that the nose just like, like there was a short circuit electrical right. sort of fire. The nose falls off and the rest of the plane takes up and climbs up like 7,000 right. feet or so right. afterwards. So that's the zoom climb that you're talking about. It's like, and they, that's what they're saying. People saw as the, because they saw something go up in the out sky. of the air. Right. Um, but the FBI, I found out, did find traces of nitroglycerin, nitroglycerin, sorry, excuse me, and accelerant on the floors of the plane. Right. So that's the the problem. And also, in the document, the 
one of the clips I found of the documentary that I watched that I was obsessed with, which I should also find the name of it just so that we, I mean, it's TWA Flight 800 is the documentary, but I want to reference also the, per, the two people that were behind it at some point. But what I was going to say was in the documentary, one of the most telling parts was they, the FBI or NTSB showed the eyewitnesses this reenactment of what happened with the zoom climb, with the nose diving and multiple eyewitnesses said that has nothing to do with what I saw. Like that, that looks not at all similar to the things that I saw. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know, uh, so there was apparently there was also jet fuel found on this, the, um, like the backs of the seats. So that can also be like, okay, so does that mean, is that like, is, I mean, I'm not in the military. So if there are actually people listening to our podcast that are actually listening to this and you're in the military is like missile fuel, the same thing as jet fuel. Well, let me, you know, like, is that, is that the same thing? But, um, apparently, apparently like we're going to (laughs) do, Um, those are my quotes. Um, apparently this plane carried soldiers into the Gulf War. Specifically this plane carried soldiers into the Gulf War and could be contaminated and also used for dog training exercise for bombing. There's just like, I, I just don't understand because it's like, this is a passenger plane. This isn't a military plane. Like, I live in San Diego. I watch fucking military drills go on all the time. We have literally so much military force in the United States. Why the fuck would we use a fucking well, Boeing 747? So- like, a passenger, regular Boeing <coughs> 747. Like, you're telling me that this brought soldiers to the Gulf War? Like, come on. This, like, this is just getting ridiculous. And so that's, like, that's what they're saying. Like, some of the possibilities considered for the contamination and the trace amounts of explosive residue was because they said the aircraft was used in 1991 to, to transport troops to the Gulf War. Bullshit. Or it's possible... I'm bullshit. Or it's possible use in a dog training explosive detection exercise on about Wikipedia one month before right the accident provided for the... I'm reading from this article. Because I just... I found the same thing you did... And I'm reading, like, what this article is saying. The yeah. possibility of the trace residues could come from. That's their explanation for but it. But, like, what? Like, okay, so here's the thing. This one reporter, um, have you heard of him? Pierre Salinger? Maybe. Um, he said it was shot down by friendly fire. All right, yeah. this is where the whole conspiracy, I think, actually comes from. If it's true, if it's not, and, obviously and, and there's eyewitnesses, whatever. Again, what the fuck is friendly fire? So, like, if we're, like, like okay. I'm sorry. A, so a, friendly fire. A Boeing 77 goes, 747 goes down. It was friendly fire. Oh, it's not, it's not very friendly to so, me at that point. So, so hold you know on, what I mean? hold on, hold on. All right, I'm just so saying. they're saying it was friendly fire. The incident was a government cover-up. Um, he got the info from a French intelligence with close contacts to U.S. officials. Turned out it was a widely accessible email that was circulating the internet for six weeks prior to, to him coming out to that. So, here's the thing. Like, do we trust this reporter guy just because he got an email thread? Because he was, like, some, maybe some reporter from Long Island, maybe, whether it was News 12, whether it was, right. you know, fucking Fox, whether it was Fox, whether it was whatever, and maybe someone on Long Island was like, no one's listening to us, and, Well, you know, are you talking about the facts? The acts, the mistaken facts? Did you hear about that? That's a, no, other, a whole other no, issue. I didn't. I actually, I, I think I want to table that for a minute just to say let's talk about that because i don't even know that i will i will talk about it but i just you want to just put that on the side first yeah because that's like i first want to just talk about the possible theories for what people thought because i think that's more important okay and then and then you want to come to maybe what your conclusions are or the side theories well then i would like to then i think we should go into the cover-up because i think that's a whole other issue okay. on top okay. of it no, i like that oh yes and i think i think I, like I think we should talk about the theories for what happened in order to then talk about 
why we would why our government or why anyone would want to cover this up you know okay i like your train of thought right now I like your train of thought right now. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna go. We're well, like, we're with, a very like um, linear, linear podcast here. <laughs> we're really like giving you the facts, hard hitting. Okay. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about the meteor theory then. Oh, um, the meteor. Okay. Theory. So fuel explosions would radiate damage in all directions. Um, could explain eyewitnesses seeing light dismissed through low probability. Let me tell you something, folks. We're from Long Island. Uh, we have light get... damage here, right? Like, we have, like, we're literally an hour and a half away from the motherfucking city. Like, well, I'm not anymore, but, I mean, born and raised, fucking, there's, you, I've never... I shouldn't say I never, but, like, maybe in my lifetime of living on Long Island, it was just, like, when I was in Fire Island, like, in Ocean Beach, like, late, late night when, like, everyone's lights were shut off. Like, there's a handful of times that I've seen meteors on Long Island, and, like, do you know how close... If it was in the daytime, do you know how close... Like, do you have to see a fucking meteor during the day? I'm just saying it has to be so close to our atmosphere. We should just say... We're not, di- like, we're a podcast that doesn't discount anything. Like, we, this we is our, our second whole, episode we're I'm just, saying we're I'm a just podcast. saying all, our thing is, like, we're not going to dismiss it all. We're going to hunt down. We're going to give you all of the different possible theories, no matter how wonky and crazy they are. But this is fucking ridiculous. Like, let me <laughs> Okay, like, so you're agreeing with me. I'm just going to preface it but and, for say, a minute, and I also want to say that the guys who fucking, the, the meteor theory is coming in as an op-ed to the New York Times from two Columbia professors of physics and astronomy. So this is no joke human beings that are posing this theory. But, like, in my brain, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, you're going to tell me a fucking meteor bought, brought down Your this boyfriend plane? works at Columbia. I have res- the utmost respect for these professors. Like, that's great. This is wonderful. But, like, what the fuck were you smoking? I mean... I am personally a believer that if you are in Colombia, you've done your fair share of drugs. The odds. Okay, so here, the, here is the. I just want to quote this. So this. Is, so first of all, it's a letter to the editor about the conspiracy theories. Okay. Um, so it, it says in a September seventeenth news article on conspiracy theories in the crash of the Trans World. Airlines, which is TWA, Flight 800, you report that more than once senior crash investigators have tried to end the speculation by ranking the possibility of friendly fire at about the same level of the idea that a meteorite destroyed the the jet. In fact, we believe this comparison must be based on a miscalculation of the probability that a meteorite is the cause of the crash. The odds of a meteor striking TWA Flight 800 or any single airline flights are indeed small. However, the relevant calculation is not the likelihood of any particular aircraft being hit, but the probability that one commercial airliner over the last 30 years of high volume air travel would be struck by an incoming meteor with sufficient energy to cripple the plane or cause an explosion. I mean, am I dumb? Like, I don't even know which way they're going with this at this point. Like, I think I'm an idiot. Approximately... It's essential to pose the problem correctly in order to obtain the estimate that can be used to determine whether or not the hypothesis is worth considering. We believe the meteor impact theory deserves more considered attention. I would like to summarize what they're trying to say. I think they're just yeah, saying that was like, a lot. like that was, it's, that was, it's, that I was feel like they're of... like saying like this may have happened. Like, like they're, they're going out on a limb based on the principle of probability over like possibility here. Like they're just like, okay. Based on our math, this possibly could have happened more than people are giving it weight to do so, is what right. I think they're trying to say. Didn't, but I'm didn't just, like, also so the lost. International Association of um, Mechanics and Aerospace Workers like get involved? Yeah, um, disputing the NTSB's like sequencing right. study. No, I think um, they did. They proposed like uh, basically what I read is that they basically like proposed that um, the lower left side of the plane 
yes. was hit with high pressure and some some event occurred that they cannot explain. So, yes. Wow. So the uh, hello the, friendly fire. Right. Um, <laughs> so the the FBI theory and this guy Jim Calstrom. Why does the FBI get involved? We haven't even talked about that. Right. So that was the whole thing. Is the like why is the CIA and the, the FBI like down. why are all these these people are never involved in this kind of bullshit? They ever. set up this site and then all of a sudden it's like the NTSB shows up and the FBI shows up and for, and uh, if I remember correctly, although I couldn't rewatch the documentary. The big thing was like these local police or local investigators working on the case are all of a sudden like sidelined because the FBI comes in and they're like, we got it. And they're going in, the local people are testing Wasn't things Suffolk for Suffolk police explosive... involved and Suffolk right, police was like Right, and they're testing like stuff for explosive residue. And when that's happening, the FBI's like, no, shut it down. Like, we've got this. And so they were kind of ta- sidelined, not they allowed to take over pictures. Their jurisdiction, not allowed, yeah. yeah. And like, there were a lot of things where they were like, like you, we were almost getting to the bottom of something and the FBI came in and shut it down. I feel like it's a reverse Gilgo killer scenario. Yeah. Well, but Gilgo <laughs> was like, Gilgo was like, you think the, pol- well, you think the local police are involved, is what you're saying. Like, you think, you wish the FBI would get involved because the local police are too involved. Yes, they're too involved and they may be, like... They're actually involved, like... Who knows? Involved. Sex workers, sorry, we miss... Respect. Um, But anyway, this organization, apparently, too, these aerospace workers, they, like, criticize the SBI and the the NTSB about how they went about it and they said that these motherfuckers are basically so unprofesh and um the conclusion of how it happened still to this day they say is unknown um yeah i just like i just don't i don't i don't understand how Okay, but but how did the CIA get involved? Like like do you know that? Like I mean, whatever, there's the FBI, the CIA, and then the airliner that's going down over a tr- like a transatlantic flight. I think the FBI probably has to get involved at that point. No, like this is like it's 12 minutes in. out of state lines. This is it's not 12 like a minutes local in. airliner. They're still in long they're still in yeah, but realms of New going, York. I don't know. I have a <clears throat> I just have a feeling that you have to deal with that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but the I, CIA is international. F, usually FBI is international. I felt bad because the man, the interview I did see, like, with the, one of the FBI people who was being filmed, he had, like, a personal connection, too. Like, his wife's friend was one of the victims of the crash. Oh, shit. So in my in my thought process and feeling that gave me a little more credibility to the FBI stance on this. Like if you're personally invested like that, you're not going to, you're trying to get to the bottom of it. So I don't know that to me, like kind of blew up a lot of the things that I was thinking, like the FBI came in to try and make this like a massive cover up. I mean, you can still go down that rabbit hole. It's really easy what if to it, do so. Well, what if it wasn't the FBI? Kind of what if it was the CIA trying to do something? Who knows? Who knows? CIA but I, what has, I was going to say is... I'm pretty sure the CIA has more jurisdiction over the FBI. So, no? I don't know. I have no idea. But I I felt like the FBI and the NTSB were the two things that were really mentioned as, like, these are the enemies of this case, which may or may not be true. Who knows? Right. But they But in the documentary, they were definitely viewed as the people that are trying to mask something up or create some sort of diversion to what really went down on that night. But what the theories are for what happened that night are obviously vast and varies from meteors to whatever. But the two, the two most prominent in my mind are first that there were, they were testing missiles nearby, which is a fact. They, there was a military exercise conducting missile tests. Classified military operations were happening just south of Long Island in a underwater and different area, which to me is like terrifying. Like, so, so missile testing is happening all around us at multiple times and we don't know where and we don't know when. 
Are you going to go to the bathroom? You're not. Oh my god, this is not happening. Should I should I not do it? <laughs> A podcast first. I can do. Ashley's mul- currently testing missiles. <laughs> I can multitask. Oh my god. I'm doing this it. This is great. This is a new level. This is a new level. I can't. Oh my god. I can't believe you're going to pee. Here we are. What the fuck? So professional. Okay, I'm. Can, I, can, I don't even know how I can go on from this. Are you gonna? No, you. Okay. Oh my god. What the fuck? <laughs> how do I go on from this? How do I continue speaking? Just keep doing oh it. Oh my god! I'm see too much. <laughs> Where where's Amanda? At work. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Okay. Anyway, the two theories. <laughs> I'm gonna wait to <laughs> You're gonna wait to flush but not wait to pee? Like jeez. As if just keep the mystery alive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the two prominent theories in my mind are the first one. You're testing missiles. There's a military exercise that's going on just south of Long Island underwater with Tomahawk <laughs> targets being launched as far as 10,000 feet in the air when the flight was flying about. They say a, it was flying a little bit lower because it was asked to clear a United flight that was flying over you it. You kept so your composure really well. I'm sh- Well, I fucking, I was going to lose my place. All right. Anyway, that's one theory. Which, to, in my head, is like one of the more plausible ones that this missile came out. Based on the eyewitness accounts that seem to point to the fact that something came up out of the ocean, made a sharp turn, hit the plane. Like, that's what most you, of the eyewitnesses... Like, what do you think about the whole friendly... Like, you think, like, is just I'm sorry, bullshit? is that friendly fire? Are we... That's the friendly fire that we're talking about? The tender testing missile? Yeah, that's, that's friendly fire. It's friendly you know until you, a 747 goes down, you know? <clears throat> do you think that there was someone special on the plane that they were aiming for if it wasn't friendly fire? Well, then my other, the other theory is this is pre 9-11. This could have been, you know, <clears throat> the next or the beginnings of a terrorist attack. This could have been, uh, there was an organization that's considered to be under the mask of Al-Qaeda called, let me find out. I mean, this called just the Islamic really... Change Movement, which this was is pre, used as a this front is for Al Qaeda. This is pre nine eleven, correct? Yeah, right? this, this is, is pre nine eleven. This is nineteen ninety six. Like the... this is pre nine eleven. Like, I mean, you don't even know. But the thing is, like, you're if you're in a pre nine eleven mindset, like, you don't even know the potential of what could have gone down. You know, and now having lived through nine eleven, you know, we know now what they're capable of. So looking back on this <clears> in hindsight, you're like. The, the investigators that probably came in, if this was terrorist-related at all, they're like, no, like, there's no way. But nowadays, if we heard something like this, we'd be like, yeah, that was ISIS. That was, you know, any of the other things that were happening. Like, yes, like, we've seen planes go down. We've seen Russia shoot missiles out and take a plane down that was this around this size. Like, we... We're, this is the reality we're living in now. It was not the reality in 1996. She's bringing up other conspiracies. Well, theories. I'm just saying, like, <sighs> it's much more commonplace. No, no, if no. If this I, were no, to no, happen, no, we would have a lot so, more fingers, I think, in a post-9-11 world. The Pointed thing at that. that makes me confused, though, or just question the missile theory in mm-hmm. general, where was, A, where was this missile shot from? Underwater. You're saying it was a submarine? Well, that's what I'm saying. There's the, What I read was there was missile testing that was happening that was launching missiles 10,000 feet out from under the water. That just came home. We're podcasting. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like a missile... They're testing missiles, which I, I don't know anything about testing missiles, but what, from what I read, they were like, oh, yeah, that was happening in South Shore of Long Island. 
around the same uh, elevation as the flight. And I'm like, it's just weird okay. because I've never, I've never really, I mean, <clears throat> and they're, the missiles are being tested in a way that they, the way that the video made it out to be like you, the missile could have mistaken the plane for the target very easily. What, what are the, what, what are the possibilities of the target at hand? Probably as likely as a meteor strike. I don't know. Like it's <laughs> no, no, I'm just, no, I, I mean, I think these questions are kind of relevant. I mean, I don't think I'm not asking these questions to like, be like discounting you or discounting like what you believe in. I'm just like, I'm saying I believe it, but what, what, are, what are your, what do you believe in? Like, I mean, what do you actually, like, what do you actually believe happened that day? It's tough honestly, for me to say. Honestly. It's tough for me to say, but I do tend to think, based on what I've heard of the missile testing theory, that, like, that is probably the most plausible. Because I'd, whether it's intentional or not, that's the thing. I think there's a possibility someone's on that plane that's going to carry out a terrorist attack like 9-11, right. the government gets wind of it and they launch a missile into the sky to bring the plane down because it would be less deadly to kill all 230 people on board than it fly people. into the Eiffel Tower or like, you know, somewhere right, else. Right. right? Yeah. No. I, I mean, think that's a possibility. And I think what made it okay for that to happen at the time is the fact that 9-11 hadn't happened so this was completely unheard of and right. there if this had happened nowadays we might have uh, more answers because there might be more people to be like what the heck happened here i just feel like it's so weird if there say it was a submarine missile i mean they confirmed I, that there were people testing missiles that night close to that area, like in the south. Who of confirmed Atlanta. the military did? Yeah. I, I mean, I've just never, I mean, personally, I've just never seen any type of military. I've seen a lot of barges. I've never te seen any type of military ships around Long Island. So, I mean, obviously, a sub submarine is duh, submerged. But I'm just saying, like, I just, I just think it's... I just think it's weird. I mean, I just think, I mean, the whole entire situation is weird with the whole, like, dog, like, the Gulf War and the bomb testing. Like, like, I mean, whether that's true or not, like, I, I mean, the same thing with, like, how I'm watching The Staircase, like, this series on Netflix. Like, I just think there's a lot of coincidences and whether the coincidences make or break you, I think in this case that it's breaking the fact that, like, I think, especially because this exact flight, whether it had someone special on there or not that was planning on bombing, whatever, I, I just think it's weird that it was, it, like, transporting troops to the Gulf War and then also helping dogs, like, with the millet, like, you know, sniff out bombs, like... I just think it's all so coincidental and the fact that the FBI and the NTSB are like, yeah, well, like, this is, you know, why there were found these things. It's like, I, I don't know. I just, it just seems so coincidental to me. So, like, I do support your theory as well, but I also am kind of on the fence where I, I'm like... This also could have just been, like, a weird engine problem where it's, like... I, I think what, what makes know, me I don't, I don't know. doubt like I just... that is, A, the witnesses, and B... The... How many witnesses specifically, like, are there? Do you know? There, there, for the documentary, I think there were at least, like... I want to say 10 to 15 people they interviewed. That Do you saw remember it. what the documentary's name was? TWA Flight 800. That was it? Yes. So, and but it's nowhere to be found anymore. Not on YouTube. Nowhere. nowhere. Also, so there is a photo. I don't know if you saw this. There's a photo from Docker's Restaurant. Docker's Restaurant okay. is a restaurant on the south shore of Long Island. Right. That appears to show a missile in the photo around the same time as when 
it might have struck. Like someone took a photo on their phone. Yeah. Over I'll phones send even around. Send you the Docker's restaurant. We're talking about 96. Photo missile. Yep. Here it is. It appears to show a missile in the background of the photo. But here, I'm on this website right now called What Really Happened? And what it said, the initial part report that something had been picked up on the aircraft controller, there was an initial report that something had been picked up on the air traffic controller radar, but this was quickly withdrawn. The Associated Press reported that radar detected a blip merging with the jet shortly before the explosion, something that could indicate a missile hit. It's important to remember that in normal operation, air traffic control radar does not detect aircraft, but aircraft transponders. A transponder is a special type of radio in the aircraft that listens for radar beam. When it detects radar beam, it immediately sends out a coded signal with an identifying number as well as the altitude of the aircraft. The air traffic control radar will then use this extra data to display useful com- information to the air traffic controller. All air traffic operating inside the terminal control area is required to have operating. Unless air traffic control displays the skin paint return, any air traffic without a responder will not be seen. So what I'm, I think they're saying is I don't, I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> I don't know that whole saying. thing for nothing. I did. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> Typical us. Also though, there was odd behavior from the navy. We don't Unique to this crash was the intensive participation of the Navy, which immediately ditched Pat, which is what I'm saying. Like, the Navy could have been testing missiles. Who knows? But from where? Where's the closest Navy base here? I think it's fucking Virginia. I'm looking this up. Hold on. Because I've <laughs> read this. Missile testing south of Long Island. Like, we have Air Force. I know that. So what's your theory? Tell me what your theory is. I told you I'm, I'm on the fence. I either think I, I'm in kind of between. I think it's a, you know, it's, I, I will not doubt. I will never doubt. Like you have to, everyone out there listening needs to understand, which I'm sure the only people who are listening actually know me personally. Um, because we have no fans yet, but we're going to have fans. It's going to happen. Feeling optimistic about this episode. Um, it's also been nine months since we've recorded because (laughs) (laughs) that's all you get people. No, seriously, we need to start recording like every other week or some shit like that. But with my rant ending from there, um, I don't know. I think, I, like I said, I'm somewhere in, in between. I think I'm, it's like it could either have been like this weird freak accident of like whatever, of something, you know, igniting like the aerospace people said, like there was just a, we don't, we cannot conclude, <clears throat> but we think these people are just like bullshitting, which the, the thing that I think makes me question the most is that these aerospace people, right, are being like, we can't conclude, but we can conclude that, you know, the FBI, the CIA and, you know, the NTSB did a really shitty job at investigating. That's what makes me be like, OK, well, you guys are concluding you can't. 100% put everything together, but what actually makes me question, like you're saying, that there is a conspiracy is exactly just that, of saying, okay, well, this is weird. Like, you know, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I do think that it's kind of bizarre that no one can really come up with an exact conclusion and that files have gotten lost and baba biba you know like all this bullshit so i would not ever put it past our government that they've fucking done this shit i mean fucking they've done redonkulous shit like you know i, I mean i mean we're fucking okay. living with reptilian aliens right now 
Here's another thing. Despite early denials, the Navy finally admitted that there had been three submarines, submarines present in the area on the night of the crash. The Trepang, a surgeon-class attack submarine, the Albuquerque, and the Wyoming. I don't know what any of these mean to me. Like A nuclear ballistic missile submarine just out of Groton on sea trials. It has just surfaced that something went wrong on those trials, delaying the commissioning of the Wyoming, and her captain and exec were relieved of command. That's sketchy. I, I just think, like, it's a sketchy situation, and I think these are the kind of things that you love because you love that they make you question things. Totally. Like, I I don't know. I I will never know what happened, and that's the thing. We'll never know what happened on board during that flight. We'll never be in the eyewitness seat to see what happened, but there's a lot of people out there that are questioning you know, the theories that were given to them. And I think that it's important to at least give those some, some time and some energy. Do you like, you mean like justice in a sense almost? Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't imagine what you must go through if you knew a victim on this flight, you know, and to have such murky waters in terms of understanding what happened it's so frustrating. It must be so frustrating. I also can't believe how much they recovered of the planes. Like, right. Like that blows my mind. It's, you have all so, the puzzle pieces. You still can't figure well, it out. Well, I mean, I mean, my ex-girlfriend was a diver and she would always say she's been on like more than 200 dives. And she was always like, well, um, she was always like, well, I hate diving off of Long Island because the, the waters are so murky and you can never, you never, like, you don't, you kind of lose yourself when you're at the bottom of the ocean because, like, everything's so sloshy and brown. Like, it's not like when you're diving in the Caribbean or in Mexico or something like that where, like, everything is right in front of you. She was like, you know, she's like, I hate diving in Long Island. Like, you never know what's in front of you and you kind of, like, get lightheaded and spinny. Like, you almost feel like you're on a roller coaster because you don't, you, you have absolutely no idea which way is up. So, like, the fact that these, like, divers even recovered this much, like, this is the largest diving recovery ever. Yeah. I don't know. Everything, like, people were even saying that shit was, like, coming up on the fucking coast of Long Island on the South Shore for, like, months and months. And I'm sure even still now shit is coming up on the coast of Long Island. It's crazy. It's crazy that it happened, like, kind of in our backyard. No, it did happen in our backyard. I, yeah. I, I mean, it's just a very, it's a very bizarre, it's a very bizarre scenario. Should I talk about the facts? We talked about the facts, though. No, the facts, F-A-X. Oh, oh, like the fax machine. <laughs> um, call should Fox we actually? Fax. Should we what talk is that, about what the facts? Carfax, Carfax, right? This is should not, we talk about the facts? We're not, we're not promoting Carfax, by the way. Just, no, just and we're disclaimer. also not promoting facts. There, and we're definitely not promoting facts. We're con- promoting we're, conspiracies and, and to question everything. Facts, because it's 2018 and no one needs them anymore. Yeah, like. Scan shit to your and, fucking yeah, email, bitches. Just figure it out. Like, get and, the fuck up in the times. What the fuck? We're f- still fat. We're still faxing things in 2018. Maybe that should be the name of this episode. Right. There are certain times in my life where I'm like, it's 2018. This should not be a problem for me anymore. And then at the same time, I'm like, I'm doing nothing to like solve the problem. We need to like contact Elon Musk because he realizes we're all in a simulation. He's like. He gets, he gets that it's 2018. He knows. Like, we're, after King, Kim Jong-un and Trump met, I was like, definitely in the Matrix. Like, where are we? What's going on? What's <laughs> happening in the world? Who knows? Anyway, okay. All so right. in yeah, 1997, t- yeah, yeah, about this fax. reporter W. Michael Pitcher of the Southampton Press newspaper broke the story, by the way, props, Mr. Pitcher, this is probably the scoop of your life. <laughs> I hope you got a job offer outside South- of the Southampton press after this. 
So he broke the story of a Riverhead, Long Island resident who mistakenly received faxes of official documents related to the federal TWA Flight 800 investigation. The resident, Didi Muma, had a telephone line. You go, Didi. You go. Had a telephone line connected to her own fax machine with a number close to the number that is being used to direct investigation related faxes to the FBI. Like, new new phone, who dis? Like, what? Like, (laughs) that was not Is this a joke? (laughs) But, like, are you kidding me? Wait, are you kidding me? You're telling me that this bitch ass Dee that lives at fucking Riverhead, Long Island, New York. And also, it's like, can you? even imagine if that came through on one of our fax machines like i would i don't own a fax machine do you what do you mean shit. wait no first i'm of just all, saying okay wait hold on let's pump the brakes for a second you who a owns a fax machine who it's, owns a fax machine in 1997 you own a fax machine you do no in 1997 you own a fax machine i did I mean, I didn't. Purge, you're like, from the North Shore. I forget. Parents. Like my parents didn't fucking own a fucking fax machine. My dad machine. worked in paper sales. Of course, he owned a fax machine. Who is he? Fucking Dunder Mifflin. He is. Michael anyway. Scott coming at you. All right. So, like, I'm so I'm just sorry. Like, this is like as if like the FBI like mistakenly texts texts you, like classified information. Like, get it together. Okay. A, a transposition of the last two digits of the... Oh, this is... I'm still talking about this phone number. We get it. It, it was the wrong one. The cover sheet of the fax Ms. Muma received indicates it was from a worker at Teledyne Ryan Aeronautical in San Diego, shout out, hey. to a co-worker helping the FBI on Long Island. The fax actually had multiple fax it's pages actually concerned rear structures of a drone <laughs> aircraft. The... F- the okay the separate pages of that fax hold on i copied and pasted nothing of substance i just i I literally wrote to you like this is this is how you transmit a fax to the wrong number twa flight 800 fax i want to find the fax oh my god hold on what was her name dd muma it's no it's uh ashley ingenito and taylor fleming (laughs) fucking faxing each other from san diego to the fax shows a diagram of what appears to be a missile along with a breakdown of its tail section and parts list the object shown in the fax was identified targets are used all over the world including military and they come as close as about 10 nautical miles off what is it called mariches yes inlet in the atlantic ocean I i didn't live on the south shore The Navy practices shooting down drones within the warning areas. Mrs. Mumba said when she called the FBI, she received the fax and was told to send it along to them and destroy the original. She asked what would happen if she didn't do so, and they told her we'd have to investigate you. It's like, the ball is like, the FBI is not handling this well. They're like, oh, shoot, sorry about that. Please so destroy who, it. Like, like, and then when, where did these fax papers go? Like, are they on the internet? Can I look them up? Like, is this just all word of mouth? Like, who has this shit right now? The Southampton Press? I don't God know. God bless the Southampton God Press. God bless. But that's what I'm saying is, like, they're obviously, so what, basically the premise of the facts is, like, the FBI is investigating drones and missiles related to this investigation, which means that they are not completely dismissing the missile theory out of hand as they said they did in multiple situations. Okay. Like they have multiple times said this was an electrical mechanical failure, short circuit. This is the, I think it would have fucked. I mean, I think it would have like fucked up. I think they think it would have fucked up American people at that time. And then 9-11 happened. We all know, which is another conspiracy that I do hope, which we get into one of these days. No. Hard pass. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. You're not going to go down the 9-11 rabbit hole? No. I can't sit here and be in this country if I go down the rabbit hole of 9-11 theory. Conspiracy theory. That's another one of the conspiracy theories. That you can do that one with Alex Smoochka. <laughs> I 
can do that one with our groupie. Okay, sounds good to me. <laughs> like, I don't know. What do you think? I told you what I think. But, but like, I, do you think this is like this facts thing is true, or you think it's like one hundred percent? I think the facts thing is true. I think there's no reason for it to have been a lie. And I think it's I think it, a lot of things are, are eligible. One, I one hundred percent think it's true, but I don't think it necessarily <clears throat> proves anything because, like. I think the FBI could very well have been independently investigating a missile strike, even if they didn't believe that the missile strike actually happened. You know what I mean? Like, if mm-hmm. they get enough credible eyewitness accounts, like, good on them for actually investigating it. But it does look shady that they never came out and publicly said we are investigating it. But you might publicly say we're not investigating that because you don't want to worry people about it, but then you privately investigate it because you just want to know all the facts, which if that is what's happening... Kudos to the FBI. Another route that you can go down is this happened and the FBI is still investigating it independently and trying to cover up their tracks. You could go that way with it, or you could say maybe they're just doing their job. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, but either I way, think... I'm saying think, I think the facts is real. I'm not, I have no. You think the government is involved no matter what. Like that's, that's your final conclusion. I think we've, we've gone on. I think there's just we're, we're more. 56, we're 56 minutes in. I think we've kind of covered every single base from conspiracy to the actual facts of exactly what happened to the facts the with facts. an X. With an, X. with an X. Not the F A. I can't spell. F A X facts. F A X. Those mean, are the real facts. The fact that. Part to me, I had. Never I would like heard to of. see those. That's that's all I'm saying. I would like to see those. But I think I think that you, I think that I understand your your reasonings a little bit more now. Well, I appreciate it. I, I really do. Um, and I think I think we did a good job. I think. And here I'm gonna email you too, like the photo of what they think could be a missile in the sky. And I just think Photoshop is a thing, and I think it still was in '96. It was. I don't know. Maybe the if it's if it's bad clarity, then we know it's. I'm just not gonna go out and discount, like the multiple. Okay, the thing that in the documentary that really shook me, that like got me going with this, is the you watch they pile it together. You watch the multiple eyewitness accounts kind of go with their. Like, you see their faces, and they go, this is what I saw. I saw something come up out of the ocean. It made a sharp left, and then there was a big flash and fire and flames. And you see multiple eyewitnesses go, this is what I saw. I saw a turn. Like, you you see multiple people with their hand go the exact same way. Like, this is exactly what I saw. And that to me is like... You're saying every single witness, no matter what, regardless, is always just like... Like pointing in the they exact go, they same go, I direction. They go, I saw something come and up like out of the ocean okay, and make a okay. sharp turn. No, I give you and that. So that, I give you I'm that. like, okay, give well, what the fuck? You know? And also, sure. there's also the matter of the eyewitnesses they compile, be, the FBI coming out and saying, no, none of the, I, no one we spoke to talked about a missile at all. No one thought that was a possibility. And then you have the documentary flash on the screen. Here's an eyewitness saying they saw a missile. Here's an eyewitness saying they saw a missile. Here's an eyewitness saying they saw a missile. Here's an eyewitness saying, saying they saw a missile. Like, multiple people actually said that. So in, I'm going back to my theory of, like, maybe the FBI didn't want to... Like, if you want to give FBI the benefit of the doubt in this situation, maybe they didn't want to worry anyone. They didn't want to bring missile. They didn't want to, like, bring that publicly. But clearly, based on DD's facts, FAX... Someone in the FBI was looking into the missile as a possibility, whether or not they actually thought it was plausible or they were just doing their due diligence. But, like, why didn't you come out and just say it? Maybe you didn't want to worry the public. But in some capacity, there was a disconnect between what they were saying publicly and what was being done privately. Okay. Yeah. Concluding. That's your conclusion statement. That's my concluding statement, is there, that's a conspiracy. That's one I can talk about. That's one I like to talk about. 
that's one on dog project go down the road i can like find some i'm not like losing myself in the middle of it maybe a little <laughs> bit but who knows i feel like i lost you know what's funny is i feel like i lost myself a little bit in the middle i think the facts thing really kind of just blew it out for you uh, I didn't, I didn't hear, I, I've never heard that. So I just think that like, I already kind of thought it was a little, I'm going to compile some, uh, some documents there. for you. No, yep. You're yeah. Yeah. I'm ready for those emails. Yeah. You need to see. <laughs> and I mean, obviously there were some things that we found that are the same, like the meteor theory. Oh my goodness. I mean... All right. Well, I'm going to. I'm going to go on a whim and say What's we've, your, we've what? come to a conclusion. Yeah, for sure. On both sides. Concluding what? We don't know. We may never know. You have your conclusion. I have mine. I semi-agree with your conclusion for the most part. She I rolled her eyes at me, ladies I and gentlemen. Didn't, I didn't she did. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, real, it's just like so nice to like have a conversation and like dominate it and, and just come got, out on top you know I just got your email you got my email and i just got your email so i just sent you dd's facts um did i show you my pin on my new backpack that's no. something that we need to point out is it get in loser no i wish it was what is it it's campiro oh my god <laughs> Hashtag Campiero. This is like the warring of the conspiracy theories. Like, you have yours, I have mine. And you know what? That's why we get along, though. That's why we get along. Because we both have, I think my conspiracy theories theories are a little, like, if you go down that rabbit hole is a little bit more. If you look at the base of it, it's fine. But I feel like if you go down those, like, other theories and links and go down that deep rabbit hole it's like too deep and too unreal sometimes it's like yeah. whereas yours is very believable because i right. think especially in our day and age it's like yeah of course the government can do that kind of bullshit. i mean i just love looking at this in the lens of this was pre-9-11 this was people not, oh, under- that not understanding like the capabilities of what possibly could happen i love you know that's and I that think my, to me I, is like maybe yeah. maybe why we don't know what happened maybe because I, I honestly, there was not there they were like no there's no possible way this could have happened do you remember here's a quick question do you remember the flight that crashed like in queens or brooklyn i don't remember it was like out of jfk as well and it like crashed like in the boroughs one of the boroughs do you remember that when it was like literally like not in the ocean though. It was like on like on houses and shit. When? It was like a month or t- I gotta look it up. It was like a month or two after after all of um, 9-11 happened. So like oh, people were like Oh, really I do remember out. that. Yeah, and, and I was like, and was, like, I was connected. freaking out because like every time I saw a plane, I was like, are they gonna crash on my motherfucking house? Oh, like what the fuck? Like crash. especially being so close to the city, like yeah, you know. So, so. sure. For sure. American Airlines 587. Is that it? Yeah, I remember this. All right, listeners and podcasters. Well, we appreciate you tuning in. We appreciate you and all that you do. All that you do. (laughs) Hey, raise your hand. Um, (laughs) raise the roof. All right, well, um, oh. I, I just saw all oh, your messages. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me saying like, I, like, I, have to pee. I need to be. Let's close let's it close out. It out. <laughs> We're like on an app and like I'm telling Taylor, like Taylor's explained three times of like exactly of what, it, what she believes in and why she believes in it. And I'm like, all right. Get it. Okay. You just it hate out. this conspiracy because it's not yours. You could have ripped on Montauk Project for like four hours straight. Oh my god. You know what? We also got like disturbed. Our peace was disturbed too much. I think our peace was disturbed this time around by you literally peeing in the middle of our podcast. <laughs> Alright, well, um, okay. I'm editing. Love you. Out. Okay, bye. Alright, wait, but what do we say to 
What do we say to our listeners? Who's listening first? <laughs> Raise your hand if you're listening. <laughs> if you're at work or if you're driving or if you're fucking listening at all raise your fucking hand <laughs> give your yourself hand a fucking right pat on the back and... you you really you stuck with us <laughs> you eat when people tell when your we friends back, you can tell them you were there you were there for the tell your friends project. tell your friends you friends. were there for twa you were there follow pain underscore in the underscore ash but taylor <laughs> is like fuck y'all don't follow me. I don't, don't give a fuck about me, y'all. Because I'm not a reliable source. <laughs> Bye. Should that be the end? Is yeah. <laughs> that should be our thing? We're not a reliable source. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> All right, that's it. We're not did a reliable you, did source. Did you end it? Goodbye. I'm ending it right now. <laughs>